So I'm going to pray for Darren. Pretty excited about today. The reason we invited Darren up today, besides that we like him, is um, he's a man of faith. He has great faith and he does crazy stuff in faith. And, um, and we're doing a series on faith. And faith can be a bit intangible. And what we're trying to do in these days is make it a tangible thing. Faith is actually a very tangible thing. And so we can connect with it. And um, anyway, let me just pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for Darren. I thank you for the calling on his life. Lord, I thank you for his obedience, that he hears you, he listens for you, Holy Spirit, and he strives to obey what you ask. And so, Lord, again this morning, we thank you for him hearing you and obeying you. And, um, Lord, we ask that our hearts and minds be open to what you want to do through Darren in our lives today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Oh, it's great to be here. Hello, church. Wow. I'm one of the onliners, so to actually say hello to all the onliners, on the liners. <laughs> it's great to actually be here in person. So I feel like I know some of you newer guys because I see you up here, right? Um, and so it's sort of kind of really nice to actually be here in the room. And um, I've been watching online ever since COVID's been going on. I want to say thank you, um, Mel and Andrew, for just... I want to honour you for continuing to strive through COVID, you know, like it's, oh, it's just been such a blessing for me and I, I'm sure for many other people who watch throughout the world, right, and, and are blessed and are encouraged and so just thank you for, for powering on, bless you guys, yeah. How good was last week? Mel was great last week. <laughs> As I said, yeah, I was online and, and loving it. How many people went home and cleaned out their shoes? Anyone? <laughs> there we go. Or cleaned out something else. I cleaned out my shoes. I think I've got a picture there. Of this is my bin, half filled with my shoes. So I had 24 and a half pairs of shoes. Don't, I don't know why I had 24 and a half. I don't know why. I was thinking I was going to break my leg or something, I don't know, <laughs> but I've got it down to 12, so praise God, we don't need shoes, do we? We don't need any of these things. Uh, you know, I like to go out in the street and pray for people, and I often ask the Holy Spirit to give me um, pictures of things, and one of the shoes, I actually kept this pair of shoes, it's an older pair of shoes, and you can see, you can probably see that they're only small, they don't really fit, they don't really fit me, they don't really fit the guy. So what happened is that God told me I need to find a person with a green pair of shoes. And so I'm walking through, I don't know if you've ever looked at people's shoes and going, I know someone's had red shoes here, right? <laughs> but I don't know if you've seen any people with green shoes, it's not very common. Well, I actually walked up to the, I was turned around and saw these green shoes. I saw the green part of the shoes. And so I went over to this guy and said, hey, I feel like I'm meant to see you today. The Holy Spirit's led me to you today because of these green shoes. He's looking at me going, what's this about? <laughs> but um, yeah, I said, look, I, I, need, to, I need to see you. And, and he's, he's got the shoes. He's a homeless guy. He's got the shoes sort of sitting. It was, they obviously didn't fit him. You can see they're bent down even now. They didn't fit him. He, had, he was just using the front part of his shoes. And the Holy Spirit was saying, oh, maybe you should give him your shoes. And so I looked down at my shoes, what size are you? 13? I'm 13, you want these shoes? And he looked at my shoes and he, he sort of said no. And I'm going, <laughs> okay, well, 
you don't want my shoes? Okay, that's all right. But then the Holy Spirit, buy him some shoes. And I, I said, why don't you want shoes? Oh, I've got really wide feet. I said, I've got wide feet. You know? <laughs> he's size 13, he's got wide feet. So I said, Just hang on here for a sec. I, I walked straight up the top of the stairs and there's a shoe store, JD. Now, it isn't the most cheap shoe, shoe store, right? <laughs> As you know. But I knew the exact shoes because I have a pair of sneakers that are new balance and they, I knew that... They'd fit him because they were wide and they'd fit me. So I walked up to the lady and there was a pair of black ones and a pair of white ones. I thought, I don't want to give him the white ones, he's going to get rolled, you know. So I give him, I, I, go, I say, I want to buy these, you got these in 13. The lady goes away, brings them back, do you want to try them on? No, not for me. And so off I go and I get to the counter, how much is that? And I'm thinking, my wife's going to kill me for this. <laughs> but my wife is very gracious, thank you very much. I purchase the shoes, I take it back to this guy, he puts them on, they fit perfectly. And I get to pray a prayer of salvation for this guy. I thought, wow, <laughs> no praise to me, right? I just listened to God, I just did what God told me to do. I found this guy a pair of shoes and he was saved and he's walking, walking with the shoes of peace right now. <laughs> praise God. Yeah, so wonderful, wonderful experience, but... You've got to have the faith. If God tells you to do something, you've got to do it, even if it costs a lot of money and you've got to tell your wife later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just want to recap on some points Mel said last week. So good. Faith isn't desire. Faith isn't a feeling. Faith is not bargaining with God. Faith is seeing from God's point of view. Do you remember the glasses she wore? Love those glasses, the glasses she wore. Yep, and the fact that we need to look with faith and not fear. She posed the question, what happens when we live in fear? We exaggerate our difficulties, we underestimate our own abilities, we get discouraged, but faith shrinks our problems. It opens the door for miracles. Anyone seen miracles this week? I've seen miracles, amen. Faith unlocks all the promises of God. Faith turns God-given dreams into reality and faith gives us the power to hold on in tough times. Today I want to talk about talking about faith, walking with faith and living with faith. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is confident in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. You see, we need confidence, we need assurance, we need to be sure. So when we pray, we, don't need, we need to pray with confidence and with no doubt. Now, I've recently been on a journey to uh, correct my language because I used to often say, what do you feel like God is saying to you? What do you, what, what do you, what do you think God is saying to you? And God's saying, no, he wants me to say, uh, what do you believe God is saying? Because we need to act in faith when we're talking. We need to say that belief. What do you believe God is saying? When we, when we pray, don't say, look, if it is your will, God, can you please do this? Can you please? No, we need to pray with boldness, believing. It's our responsibility to pray with that boldness. God can determine what's his will. <laughs> he knows what's his will. We don't have to say, if it's your will. No, God will determine that. We need to... Um, just say, we believe. We need to pray without the prefaces. And Jesus highlighted a guy that had confidence and no doubt, a Roman soldier, Matthew 8. We're going to have a look at Matthew 8 this morning. In verse 9, um, he asked Jesus to heal his boy. And he says, I understand your authority, 
For I too am a man who walks under authority and have authority over soldiers who serve under me. I can tell one to go and he'll go and another to come and he'll come. I order my servants and they'll do whatever I ask. So I know that all you need to do is to stand here and command healing over my son and he will be instantly healed. So here is a guy who understands Jesus. He understands Jesus' authority. Do we understand Jesus' authority? Do we understand the authority we have in Jesus' name to pray and to talk in faith? He goes on to say, all you need to do is stand here and command healing over my son and he will be instantly healed. And Jesus didn't say, how dare you tell me what to do? (laughs) That's not what Jesus said. He was astonished when he heard this and said to those who were following him, he has greater faith than anyone I've ever encountered in the whole of Israel. So Jesus honours this man's faith and says he has more faith than he's ever encountered. You remember all the people that Jesus met and this was the guy that had more faith than he ever encountered? So do you want this faith? Do you want to receive that faith? Well, take the authority that Jesus has given you and command Sometimes we ask God, look, if you're able, if you've got a spare moment, if it's your will, as I said earlier, can you please answer my prayers? No, if you want great faith, you've got to command things to be done. You speak as if they are done and you use the authority that you have in Jesus. And then Jesus says to the Israelites and he says to us churchgoers, verse 11, he says, you are the very people who are supposed to know all about God and how he works. Those who grew up in the faith but had no faith will find themselves out in the cold, outsiders to grace and wondering what happened. I thought, you know, I grew up in the faith. I was, you know, I was like that. I don't want to be out in the cold. I don't want to be outside of God's grace. He wants us to speak with authority, believing what God has given us and what God can do. And Matthew 7, for whatever I ask in his name, will be given to me. Whatever you ask in his name will be given to them. So don't ask reluctantly. Let's command authoritatively. You with me on that? Amen. Mean what you say. What was the result of the Roman soldier's son? Matthew 8, 13. Then Jesus turned to the Roman officer and said, go home. All that you have believed for will be done for you. And his son was healed at that very moment. Amen. Amazing. So, we've got to speak with faith. Secondly, we've got to live with faith. My high school motto was, add to faith, knowledge, love and endurance. Now, I went to a Baptist high school, so it wasn't a public high school. They were all about um, trying to get us to add to faith, knowledge, love and endurance. And I didn't really know really what that meant at the time. Um, But reflecting back, I realised they were trying to build my faith, right? And preparing me for whatever I would go through. So let's have a look at this closer. It says, we have been made right with God because of our faith. So it's our faith that makes us right with God. When we live faithfully, we are made right with God. Then it goes on to say, so we have peace with God. Another benefit of living with faith is we have peace with God. Then it says, through our faith, Christ has brought us into the blessing of God's grace that we now enjoy. We, we live faithfully, we enjoy life, we get to be blessed when we live with faith. And we are very happy because of the hope we have of sharing God's glory when we live faithfully 
We get to share in God's glory. How good is that? And it goes on to say, we are also happy with the troubles we have. Why are we happy with troubles? It says, because we know that these troubles make us more patient and this patience is proof that we are strong and this proof gives us hope. How good is that? So when we live faithfully, we'll be happy in our troubles and, and we'll be more patient. How many of us know our troubles make us more patient? Have you been through troubles and you have to become more patient? And when we have to wait, it helps our endurance. We might not like it, but it helps us and our, our character is built, our character is developed. It develops our faith. And remember what Mel said last week, faith gives us the power to hold on in tough times. So there's power in faith. Tap into the power that we have in faith. We need to persevere with our faith. When your faith is tested, keep believing. It will make your faith stronger. It will develop our character and develop our faith. If you're praying for a breakthrough right now, maybe in your own health, or maybe in someone else's health, keep believing. Keep talking belief. It will happen. Keep saying, talk with faith. So live faithfully. Talk faithfully. Living faithfully also blesses future generations. I feel blessed because I was brought up, I have a great heritage. But I understand others aren't, right? But today's the day. Today's a day where you can say, from today, I want my generations, my children, my grandchildren, their grandchildren to be blessed because I'm walking in faith, I'm living in faith. Wow, that just challenged me again. Thank you, Jesus. Finally, walking with faith. As I said, as I often, I often go out and, and walk out in faith, share my faith with others, and I ask the Holy Spirit to give me some clues but it's one thing to get those clues, one thing for the Holy Spirit to talk to you about particular things, but it's another thing to go, okay, I trust you, Holy Spirit. I trust what you're saying. I'm going to walk out in that. James 2.26 says, For as the, body, as the body without the Spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. We can't just believe and not do anything. Just like we can't do anything for God unless we believe in God, right? I, I twitched that around and thought, yeah, we're all called to walk out our faith. Matthew 28, 18 to 20, the great commission for everyone. Jesus says, all authority of the universe has been given to me. Now, wherever you go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teach them to faithfully Follow all that I have commanded you and never forget that I am with you with every day, even to the completion of this age. So we need to walk out our faith wherever we go. And it's not just for evangelists, not just for those people that feel comfortable walking out their faith. John wasn't a comfortable guy, one of Jesus' disciples. He walked in there out in faith. It wasn't just for Peter, right? One of the, the, whole, the evangelist disciples. John walked out that way. He wants everyone to walk out that way. So I'm going to show you a way to walk out your faith. And I believe the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you this morning. Last year, I came across a book called um, Treasure Hunt, A Guide to Supernatural Evangelism. This is it on the screen. And I've used this book and I, I just, I, you know, dog tagged every, every page in this book. This is so much in this book. And it's really helped me um, be able to connect with people. And it's really helped me to explain to others how they can connect with people. Um, 
treasure hunting is amazing and it's been the premise is that God has a treasure inside each of us and he knows those treasures and that he knows the treasures that we're going to meet out on the street so if we if he gives us a word he, he knows that there's a treasure inside someone that we can go and reach out to so this is an exciting model for witnessing that uses words of knowledge as clues to find people who God wants to bring into his house, his treasure chest, his kingdom. Treasure hunting is not about preaching on a street corner or arguing with people. I've had people come up and argue theological differences and I'm going, I'm an evangelist, what are you arguing with me for? You know, like, it's, God doesn't want us to do that, right? He, wants us, he doesn't want us to judge people. Our goal is to find who the Holy Spirit is directing us to at that particular time. So what are words of knowledge? Well, 1 Corinthians 12, 7 to 11 describe Paul lists the word of knowledge as a gift, as one of the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to believers to help them spread God's kingdom on earth. You know, I believe that Jesus has called every believer to live a naturally supernatural life, to bring the kingdom of to earth so what is in heaven would be on earth we pray that in the lord's prayer don't we what is in heaven will be on earth our mandate then is to represent him on earth we are called to do what jesus did to demonstrate the good news through a natural lifestyle of supernatural signs and wonders so let's have a look at this treasure map and you've got one on your 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 seat um, so if you want to grab that out i want to just talk about it so first of all we pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give us clues and the Holy Spirit then might drop that no piece of knowledge in our mind and we just write it down straight away. The Holy Spirit's speaking to us all the time so if something drops in, boom, you write it down straight away and it could be a suburb. Um, I live around Ingleburn, southwest Sydney, so I often get those type of areas but Holy Spirit directs me to Wollongong and to St Leonard sometimes. And I go, I'm crossing over someone's border right now. But the Holy Spirit doesn't seem to mind that. I question it the first couple of times and I go, okay, well, if the Holy Spirit wants you there, let's go there. And then he might give you a person's name, uh, like the name of John. I got John last week. We, I went out with this group of people and the name John stuck with me. And um, so I went up to this guy and said... Um, is your name John? <laughs> or do you know any Johns? And his name was John. I said, praise God. I want to say it doesn't always work that way. And you, you might need to ask a few people before you get to John. <laughs> but um, but God, has, God gives you those things. So don't, don't lose sight of them because you, you just be aware of the Holy Spirit's working. Um, the third thing is a particular appearance. And that's why I got the, the green shoes, right? A particular appearance that God might um, place on your heart. And um, the other day, I think there's a picture that might come up, but I got, I got this, I got green, right? I got the colour green. So I thought, I'm in, and in the shopping centre at Glen Quarry, the local shopping centre, there's a Woolworths. Woolworths is green. I went straight to Woolworths. And I looked up, there was this green light and there was a guy with a green shirt. And I <laughs> that's the guy, you know, I knew that was the guy. When the Holy Spirit shows you those things, that builds your faith, right? You go, wow, I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit. This is the Holy Spirit. There's no doubting that at all. So uh, we, we may get that a green a colour. Fourthly, we may, uh, a person might need particular prayer. 
So there's often a healing ministry that can take place in this place. But you might meet people with physical problems. You might see people, you know, with a sore leg or walking along and you might say, oh, okay, that's a clue, right? I can see that. But often things aren't always as they seem. You can't see, you can't see addictions, right? So there might be some things like that. So it's important to, to talk to people about this. Um, the last week, the guy, a guy had a sore toe. Well, I couldn't see his toe. He had shoes on. But I asked, do you happen to have a sore toe? Yes. How did you know? Like, it's, it's almost like, wow, God is sending me as a messenger to you. You know, he's, he wants to send us as messengers to people to remind them of his love. So it builds our faith. It builds, it, it, it opens people's eyes to faith. And it's a wonderful thing. And then there's the unusual things, you know. You could never have thought up, and I've got some strange things. I tell you, glasses, I've got um, oranges. I got oranges last week. It was really strange because I saw these oranges and it had Daz under it. And my name's Darren, right? Daz. So that's for me, right? And so right near there, this is where I got to pray for this John guy who had the sore toe in front of the fruit shop with the oranges. There we go. <laughs> that's amazing. But sometimes... We get um, different clues, like uh, one day I've got apples, so I'm going to the fruit store, right? No, I walk into this um, place in Lemia, and it's a um, you know, cheap store, and look, apples, see these on the thing. I had to pray for the lady in the shop. God directed me to these apples. So it's not always, you, always, as, you, always as it seems. And then also, um, I got a lady in pink. So I went, I'm looking for a lady in pink, and then I'm standing there and I'm in front of the pink lady apples where this lady is. So, it's, you know, don't always think the Holy Spirit gives us ways of thinking through these things. Um, it's amazing. So once you arrive at your location, you begin to look for the treasure. Hold, you can hold your maps and say, look, uh, you approach the person, I, I've I've got these things. And when they see your piece of paper and start saying, hey, that I can see how how God's been speaking to you about that. Get into a conversation with them. Build rapport with them. And sometimes more clues will emerge. Like last week, when I was praying for this lady, um, I said, oh, do you have any problems with your body at all? No, no, I'm all good. Any problems at all? Well, how about I just pray for you? I prayed for her, and I saw there was a healing problem inside, inside her body. And she, and, uh, and she didn't want to say anything because it was kind of personal, right? So some people are like this, you don't, don't want to say anything. Um, but I, I said, ah, I believe that God's hear, hearing your prayer right now. He's hearing what you want healing for. So I prayed for that. And the other thing I felt as I was praying for this lady is that she needed a job. Well, she didn't tell me she needed a job, but God continues, the Holy Spirit continues to talk to you. So be open to the Holy Spirit continuing to talk to you about this these things you know if the person says oh no I don't want I don't want it just continue to build rapport like it's not like a project you know it's it's about our love we need to show love to people when we go out we remember we're we're messengers sharing God's love with people and um and you know if they say okay no don't want prayer that that's fine bless them tell them God loves them and move on to the next person so that's, that's the method, and if you've got that sheet in front of you, it's, it's got these things, it's got location. And I'm going to give you a moment to um, allow the Holy Spirit to talk to you. And it only takes a couple of minutes. Like, the Holy Spirit just drop things in your head. And I just encourage you to write those things down. 
And then, then ask God about the timing. When's the right time? It might be straight after the service. You need to go out and speak with this person because God, God is a God of timing. He, he, he times everything perfectly. You know, and when I've turned up, oh, it's so good to know that when you're in God's timing. But look, maybe you're here today and you don't know Jesus and you're thinking, what the heck is he talking about? Going out and getting all these things. Well, I want to tell you today that God loves you and that he sent Jesus to die on a cross for you so that you can have a relationship with God. And I want to tell you it's a wonderful experience. It's not a life that you, you know, it's going to be all great and everything's going to be fine from then. But it's, a life, it's great to know that God has given you a purpose and he want, he's got a purpose for your life. And, you know, when you're going through stuff, you can contact him, you can speak to him. So I know every week we have a prayer that comes up and I want to pray, for, pray that prayer as the, as the um, worship team comes up. I want to pray that prayer with you this morning. And if you feel this morning that God has spoken to you and has said to you, you need to get right with me this morning. You need to connect with me. I love you. Just say that I love you. Hear that this morning. Hear Jesus saying he loves you and wants a relationship with you. I want to encourage you to say this prayer. It says, Dear Jesus, I need you and believe in you and I receive your forgiveness. Thank you for dying on the cross for me, for my sins and giving me life and eternity. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Amen. If you pray, prayed that prayer, there'd be angels in heaven rejoicing. And I want you to speak to someone about that if you've prayed that prayer this morning. But I also want to spend some time this morning with your sheets and, and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you. So I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit just comes down and says, speaks to you and gives you those things this morning. And I want to say that, as Jesus said, that He's always there with you. He never leaves you or forsakes you. And so I want to pray that the Holy Spirit will do that. I want to say if you've got a healing need or anything like that and you feel that you need prayer for healing, I'm open to pray. I'm sure others will be open to pray for that this morning. You can come out, stand over here. We can pray for you this morning. But allow God to speak to you this morning. The God in the universe wants to speak to you. So let me pray. Holy Spirit, I just want to pray that you will just come down on people right now and that you'll just pop words in their head right now. Locations, Lord, places, unusual things. Lord, Lord, people, people's names. Lord, tell them what you want them to do today. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you speak to us and you guide us and you will be there with us. And I just want to pray that everyone in this church receives your spirit, receives those words so that they can go out and be your messengers to this community. There are so many people in this community that need to know you. And so I pray that you'll just release those words right now. In Jesus' name. Amen.